This is the Teacher Wellbeing Podcast brought to you by Self-Care for Teachers, helping you prioritize your health, happiness and well-being so that you can thrive in the classroom and in life. I'm your host, Ellen Ronalds Keane, reminding you that you're a person first and a teacher second and you are allowed to look after you. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a little bonus episode of the Teacher Wellbeing Podcast. Today, I want to talk to you about what to do when the term gets really busy and you are tempted to skip the self-care and put yourself last and, you know, just forget about your own health and well-being until the school holidays. So, right now, as I'm recording this, we are right in the middle of report card season. It's the meaty part of the term. I know that your to-do lists are piling up. And I've been having a number of wellbeing coaching sessions, as well as some lovely conversations on Instagram about this recently, discussing the importance of keeping our wellbeing habits going at this time of term when it is so easy to let them fall by the wayside. And I get it. I know that temptation. I've been there. I've fallen off those wagons and then got back on. I understand this cycle, right? And then then the next thing you know, it's school holidays again, and it's actually been weeks and weeks, maybe six or eight weeks since you took any notice of your own needs, since you took care of yourself, and you end up in a real deficit and then just collapse in a heap. Am I right or am I right? (laughs) So it's really important if we want to break that cycle of depletion that we get into some habits and routines and rituals of replenishing ourselves every day, even if it's only a little bit, because while it doesn't stop any of the challenges of these busiest parts of term, it can help at least reduce the severity of the deficit at the end of term, of that sense of depletion at the end of term, and it can reduce the severity of that kind of collapse in a heap moment. You have probably heard me say it before, but when the to-do list or other work or life pressures start encroaching on healthy habits, my motto is stick to the schedule, reduce the scope. I'm going to say that again, stick to the schedule, reduce the scope. So maybe you can't do that regular one-hour gym session that you love, but can you go for a 15-minute walk? So you're sticking to the schedule of, you know, every every day at 7 a.m. or every afternoon at 5 p.m., whenever it is that you have scheduled that exercise time, but you're sticking to the schedule but reducing the scope. It's not an hour. We're just going to do 15 minutes because that's all we can handle right now. Or maybe you can't do your normal weekend meal prep, but can you grab some frozen veggies or packet salads at the shop so you have some convenient options for adding greens to meals during the week so that you're not just eating the convenience crappy food or actually going for the you know some convenient healthy options as well. Again, it's about sticking to some of those habits. So if meal planning or, you know, adequate nutrition is really important to you and it's one of your priorities this term. We may not be able to do it perfectly. The perfect is the enemy of the good, though. So what can we do to stick to that schedule but reduce the scope? Or maybe you simply don't have time or energy, particularly energy, for your desired 20 minutes of meditation a day, but can you do just five minutes or even two minutes? And that is one that I have really been leaning into in the, this year since I've had hyperemesis gravidarum. I've been so unwell with early stages of my pregnancy 
I managed to, I mean, I certainly wasn't exercising (laughs) and I wasn't eating very much, but I managed to keep up my meditation habit every day by reducing the scope. I didn't have huge amounts of energy, but I could still do two or three minutes at a time. And and I tell you what, it makes a difference. Even that small amount, it's just enough to feel like, okay, I'm not completely, you know, completely ignoring this. So that is my quick mini tip for you today is to, you know, stick to that schedule, but reduce the scope. Pick a well-being habit that you feel a bit tempted to skip as the term ramps up, or maybe you've already let it fall by the wayside and find a way to just keep it going in some way, add it back in just in a small way, because it is so much easier to maintain and sustain your habits, even in reduced amounts, than it is to stop altogether for weeks or months on end and then have to start from scratch at the start of the term. And that's when we get into those cycles of going hard in the school holidays on all our healthy habits and, you know, starting the term with really unsustainable kind of over-the-top habits that we can't actually keep up in the reality of the busy middle part of term. So it's actually about planning for what we know is the reality of report card week. We know the reality of parent-teacher interviews week. We know that's going to be extra pressure on us. So let's build in habits that are actually going to be able to flex in those busier times, but also able to maintain all the way through, if possible, by using this motto of stick to the schedule reduce the scope. Future you will thank you for it. So that's my gentle advice to you this week. Maybe this week in, you know, if you've got report cards due, maybe it's not going to happen this week, but next week, can you get a well-being habit that has been on your list? Maybe you're not going to do it in the ideal perfect amount that you would like, but can you just keep it on the schedule in some small way? I would love to hear how that goes for you. I also want to share a couple of updates. So I'm busy in the background preparing the next season of the Teacher Wellbeing Podcast with a few few interesting changes to come for the season as I will be on maternity leave for part of it. But I did want to just let you know that the Resilient Teacher Roadmap course is coming soon. So I have been writing some curriculum for this eight-week online course for tired and depleted teachers who want to chart a course towards more well-being and resilience as people first and teacher second, because you know that is always my message. So I'm going to run this course in term three. As you know, uh, if you've been listening for a while, I've been running the Resilient Teacher Group Coaching Program, which is a six-month group coaching program for a couple of years now. So I have condensed that into this eight-week online course. So the first round will be a beta round, which means it will be run live and will be I'll be creating it as we go. And as well as the course, you will also be able to participate in four group coaching calls as a special thank you for being part of the first ever round of the Resilient Teacher Roadmap course. And then you will also get access to the course materials after the live round finishes. So there's no need to worry about keeping up. You can take your time with the curriculum and it's not content that, you know, you're not going to have to do assignments. It's not that kind of an academic online course. It's a course about basically taking everything that I've learned from 10 years teaching, six years educating teachers on self-care and well-being and coaching teachers one-on-one and and then this, you know, the 18 months that I've been running the Resilient Teacher Group Coaching Program plus more than a decade of my own personal study and application. And I've put all of that together into... It's not even so much a a training program as it is an approach 
a way to approach your life and work and well-being that will get you off that depletion spiral and onto a more sustainable resilient spiral, um, which is what I think we all want. So, yes, there will be practical strategies and I'm going to be giving you some steps and tips and activities to try at home. But even more than that, it's really it's about the skills to continually take into the account the reality of your life so that we're not making plans for you know, the ideal week of term, we're actually planning for report card week or parent-teacher interview week when we know things are going to be hectic, planning for the reality of your life and work and so that you can then differentiate for what you actually need to support your well-being in those times so it doesn't fall by the wayside for big chunks of the term only to be picked up again in the school holidays because that is not sustainable and it is really perpetuating that depletion spiral, which I don't want you to be on. So enrolments for this is going to open in late June. You can join the wait list to make sure that you are the first to know when the doors open at selfcareforteachers.com.au forward slash roadmap, or there will be a link in the description of this podcast episode. And I would love to invite you to join the Resilient Teacher Roadmap course. The first ever round will be starting in term three 2021 love to see you there and remember this week next week from now until the end of term even if you can't do the habits the well-being habits the personal self-care practices that you would like in an ideal world remember you can stick to the schedule and reduce the scope so you just stay on the the to-do list every single day in some small way future you will thank you for it As always, remember you are a person first and a teacher second and you are allowed to look after you. See you later. Thanks for listening to the Teacher Wellbeing Podcast brought to you by Self Care for Teachers. If you've enjoyed it, go ahead and subscribe in your chosen podcast player so you don't miss an episode. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts or Spotify, hit the three dots, share it to your Facebook or Instagram stories and let your friends know that you're listening. And if something in this episode made you think about a teacher that you care about and you think they need to hear it, send it to them now. Let's spread the message of teacher wellbeing and together we can create thriving school communities. Show notes for the podcast can be found at www.selfcareforteachers.com.au forward slash podcast. And you can find me on Facebook and Instagram using the handle at selfcareforteachers. As always, remember you're a person first and a teacher second and you are worthy of your own care.